to know anything amongst you except the wisdom that is of God. He said, I am more British than any man. You know, it's some way to call yourself British. But look at the things that he's saying. I am more British. And he says, Sean, I am more British than any man. And have not the understanding of men. So there is the understanding that belongs to men. Amen. There is a wisdom that belongs to men. But I believe there are a few counsels that we can take from the scriptures here. He said, I do not have the understanding of the man. I neither lend wisdom nor have the knowledge of the whole. Now, you claim that you do not have the wisdom of the man. So if you don't have the wisdom of the man, what wisdom is present with you? And yet still he professes that I neither have the wisdom of the whole. He was being humble, eh? You can say he was being humble. Then who have ascended up into heaven? Now he started speaking about dissensions and ascensions. Amen. Are you here with me? Yes, sir. Who have ascended someone that had not the understanding of men? And he even considers if he does not have the understanding of men, what kind of understanding does he possess? We will obviously say that, that he possesses the understanding of the Holy of the men that have been separated unto God or even the understanding of God but even with that he says that he does not have it yes he was being humble hallelujah he said I neither lend wisdom nor have the knowledge of the world and he started releasing who have ascended up into heaven or descended who have gathered the wind in his fist? Who have bound the waters in a garment? And who have established all the ends of the earth? So he's talking about supernatural abilities that no ordinary man can walk in. And looking at the extent of the description, you can say that these are things that only God can do because he's the God that stretches out the permanent. You get it? He's the God that separated the waters that were beneath from the waters that were above. He's the God that laid the boundaries and told the sea you should not cross beyond the shores. He's the God that established the mountains. Hallelujah. Are you there? Yes. Who had carried the wind in his face? Who had bound the waters in a garment? Who had established all the ends of the earth? Then he asked, what is his name? I do not possess the understanding of men. Neither do I possess the wisdom and the knowledge of the Holy. But who can answer these? 
This is many, many years ago. Then he started releasing mysteries. Say mysteries. Mysteries. Interestingly, this man could have just ended it there. But he didn't end it there. He said, what is his name? And he asked, what is his son's name? If only you can tell. So what is the name of the man as described here? And he said, what is his son's name? Who can possess such a level of knowledge? No wonder in the writings of Peter, he begins to explain the foundation of all things and how we see the arrangement, how we see the prophetic world, the prophetic word on earth revealed. He said, no prophecy is of any private interpretation. For the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man. So it didn't come by the will of man. But he said, but holy men of God speak. So what is this man? He said, I do not possess the understanding of the holy. But now we realize that this is a serious prophetic, I mean, word, prophetic declaration talking about God and the revelation of his son, even when nothing has happened. There's no sign of something like that. He said, holy men. So what, what wisdom is he speaking from? He's speaking from the wisdom of the word. The holy. The prophecy came not in no time by the will of man. But holy men of God speak as they were directed or as they were moved. So he not possessing the understanding of men, meaning that what he is walking with the understanding of God. Hmm. Holy men of God speak as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. Men of God that have, or should I say, holy men, holy men, don't feel bad. Men of God, or everyone that is here, he said, Holy men of God speak as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. If you want to be a voice, of you, or if you want God to speak through you, there must be that level of separation. And even with that level of separation, there should be no room for pride. There should be no room for head popping up. There should be no room for arrogance. Because the source of all these things is as a result of the move of the Holy Spirit. So here, he just want to push strategically position himself and take any form of humanity out of what he is trying to present. It's just like you knowing yourself that I am Israel or you knowing yourself that I am Selah. And yet saying, I am not Selah. I want to be all that God wants me to be. Don't you think that John the Baptist was a man in his own, I mean, he has his own caliber, he has his own things written about him. Because the people feared him. They knew, that even the teachers, the, the Pharisees in those days, they knew that the people considered John to be one. 
and great prophet. And this is a man that came in the spirit of Elias. So if there is anything that he could present to the world, he has many things that he could boast of. He could have said, I am the one that came in the spirit of Elias. And there is so much regard for Elias, Elijah. And even when it comes to the administration of the shadows, he spoke, he, he spoke about what? The law and the prophets. And when it came to the Mount of Transfiguration, which was the place, the moment where uh, Jesus was transfigured into his glorified state, and then there was the appearance of that, that, that revelation of Elijah and Moses, representatives of that which was the shadows, confirming that Jesus is actually the substance. And this man John came in the spirit of one of these men that formed the foundations of the shadows. Are you here with me? Yes, and yet he considered it not robbery. To be in that class of men. Because he knew what he stood for. He knew what all things were about. And it's exactly what the prophet or the man of wisdom was trying to bring him here. He said, look, I do not possess even the understanding of the holy because it belongs to the holy. Who is holy? God is holy. In other words, all that he's presenting to the world is nothing of himself. But the fullness of God. Giving no room. For any kind. Of foolishness of man. Giving no room. For pride that comes along. With even the knowledge of the holy. This is what we call. A breaking down. And then a building up. The Lord spoke to Jeremiah the prophet when he appointed him. He said he has given unto him so much power. And what is it? First of all, the power is to what root out or to approach the things that have been planted. And to destroy them. And now, to build that which is of God. If you want to see a man that is greatly used by God, I'm not talking about popularity or there are a lot of things that you can do to be, to be popular. Even musicians do a lot of things to be popular. I'm talking about the substance that you bring to the world, the life that you present to the world. must be a man that is willing to lay all things aside and to hold on onto what God dearly cherishes. That is how to be great. That is how to be great. You see, 
have you seen many people buy, let's say, in a crowd right now? Um, people know that Accra is a commercial place, right? So people want lands. They they don't mind if you have a very huge building upon the land. What they do is that what they will buy the land plus what the building, and then they will break down your building. Building that when you, when you look at you yourself like wow, all this investment you bought it and then you just broke it down because he knew what he wanted to do. He said, what I want to do is nowhere compared to what, what you have put there. So he's willing to what? Devalue everything there so that he can put up something of great value. Mm. Many of us have not learned this way of greatness. And many of us have not understood the ways of God in this regard. Many of us do not understand. So now when God speaks or when God utters a word, you know what happens? God, I'm already building my life. I'm already building my life my life for me. You might not openly say that, you know, you might be saying, Lord, I sacrifice my life, you know, with words. But then from the depth of your heart, you're saying, God, I'm already building my life. Live my life for me. Then you are not willing to be what to be broken down in order to be built up. You are not willing to be what depreciated so that God Himself can what appreciate you with His fullness. You are not willing to go to the lowest part of the earth. The reason why you go to the deepest parts of the earth is to establish the foundations. Why? So that something huge and magnificent can be built upon it. Are you here with me? Yes. Am I teaching wisdom? So if a man wants to be great, or if a man wants to walk in the knowledge of the Holy, these are wisdom nuggets revealed in the book of Proverbs. And when you look through the entire scriptures, it is abundant, it is clearly stated. We go to the New Testament and you see the New Testament portion of it. Say so it's a blessing to be in the house of God. Say, Lord, help me not to miss this word. Lord, help me not to miss this word. In order to become great. In order to become great. One must be willing to go down. Come on. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> Am I making sense? Is that like you want imagine you have this building here? You know, let's say this this quarter plot here. This pressure. And then you want to do something beautiful with it. Will you just come and then all of a sudden just build upon upon this? Can you it, it will even make the like where are the pillars? What is the depth of the foundation? This one that if we on at six feet now or three feet now. Everything will just be gone. So when God takes us through these trainings, you know, when God is on earth and on earth and you, remember, it is not for the purpose of uh, to cause pain to you. You get it? God is actually trying to take that foundation. So God will, there will be a lot of warring with principles that you have held on to. 
I hear you. There will be a lot of worry. And usually, you might not see this as in like a battle, soldiers on a battlefield trying to trying to fight, but it is something internal. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. Great men that have walked the earth in terms of science, in terms of I mean uh, finance, in terms of every 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 area, every endeavor of life, they will tell you that when it comes to success, it has to do with a great change of the mind. Hallelujah. So many of us, this is what I have professed. Lord, take my life for me. Well, I think this is the way. I would, people have taught us, we have been taught in school, we have been taught everywhere that this is, that this is how to make it. This is, this is how to make it. So I will follow. Either I will get some supernatural power to back me and I will pay dearly for it. I don't mind I came across a video, you know, one of these Nigerian movies, and I think it's this uh, popular actor, Kanayo, or what's the name? And then, you know, it's in the court. So there was an occultic meeting within the court. And now they require of him someone that he dearly loves. He said, if this is what I have to offer in order to get all that I want, I'm willing to do more and even add the friends. <laughs> the friends of my of my beloved relative. I'm willing to do more. And I'll add even all the beautiful friends. <laughs> is it making sense? Like, so this is what people are willing to do. You know, sometimes when 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 you get there, even they say, bring your mother or bring your bring your father or bring how do we call it? Someone that is dear to you, to your heart. Then you'll be thinking, no, I, I don't want to do this again. But to be fine, he said, oh, I really desire the wealth. If this is the sacrifice to pay, I'm willing to really add the, the relative, the friends, everybody to it. Come on. <laughs> I watched the video. I laughed. I said, wow, interesting. That is how desperate some people are. That's how desperate they are in order to possess what that's what they have made up. This is the way to go. This is this is what they said. This is the way. This is what I want. Okay. Once this is the way to achieve what I want, I am willing and even to do more. Desire. Or this one more than desire. This one is is, is wicked last. He wants to he wants to please the the demands of 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 a, of a whatever uh god or priest or whoever he's trying to uh gain the favor from he's willing to do everything in our work with god we must be willing to be broken down we must be willing to be broken down You must be broken down. Let me sing this song. Spirit of the fall afresh on 
like this. Tell me to jump. That's how far I can go. That's how far I can go. Am I going up? But then tell me to jump again. This, the little going down made me rise higher. We need to get the dynamics of all these things. It is very, very practical. 
even in our physical lives. He said, I am more brutish than any man that I do not possess the understanding of men. And I do not have the understanding or the knowledge of the Holy. But who has descended and ascended? Even Jesus said that there's no man that has ascended into what? Into heaven like that. Except the Son of God. So everything that he spoke about was under the inspiration of God. He was speaking the wisdom of the Holy and yet he wouldn't want to be puffed up. There is a lot of guidance for we upcoming ministers of God or people that God is raising on different uh, different levels. I hear with me. Sometimes this is what creeps in. It creeps in. You know, if something is creeping, you do not see. But then by the time I realize it has come in. If it was just walking like that, you would hear the footsteps. That's why you can you can have a snake that will just creep in like that. So that's how lust operates. That's how deception operates. Many things creep in in our lives and we are not able to give God his place. And we are not even aware. It happens a lot in the... Especially when God begins to, I mean, make a man great. So these are things that we should also be careful of when God begins to make a man great. I do not want to be puffed up. I do not want to be arrogant. Paul said the abundance of revelation that was given to him. It was so, so, so much. And with that depth of revelation, you know what can accompany that? You feel you're on top of the world. Some people even feel they are God. Hallelujah. Understand what I'm saying. You'll be so on top of the world. And you'll be powerful. But Jesus showed us the way. He was taken to the mountain tops. He was shown all the kingdoms of the world. He was told to do something that he could do for 5,000 people. But because the source was not from the Holy One, no need to respond to. There are many good things that will come your way. Many, many beautiful things that will come your way. Would you be happy if you can just change stones into bread? Or stones into gold? Like many of you will be fighting over stones. We fight over gravels. Now people be killing themselves because you have the ability to change stones to God. You gather it in your in our ordinary son, people will be selling. 
Why? Because you can change it into, into gold. Many of the things we do not really realize. But these are things that brings a man down. So when it came to our work with God, there is so much stress on the relationship, emphasis on the kind of relationship that we have with God. And this kind of relationship, you must keep no room. No room for anyone interference from pride, or from the spirit of pride. Because pride precedes all a great fall. What did he say? He said, to him that has no might, he increases strength. But when you feel you have all things, or you feel you know too much, you don't really know. See the man, he said, what? I'm more British than the man. See what he was revealing. Who knew, who knew this word at that time? Who knew that the man that stretches out the heavens would have a son? I mean, how possible? And he still not consider, he said, I still do not possess the knowledge of the holy. And see you a few weeks ago. I was telling you about who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord. He said, He that has unclean hands and a pure heart, who has not lifted up his soul unto what any form of vanity nor sworn to say for him. This man is a picture of a man that is desiring God with all of his heart and yet gives no room for the flesh to operate. As we sense the spirit of the living God. What is it at all that is breaking you off? What is it at all that is ridding you off? This has been one of the greatest battles since time immemorial. Greatest battles. And it is what war with the flesh. It is war between the spirit and the flesh. That who will reign. But then the one that you give power to is the one that will reign. He said, if you make yourself a servant or a sin, what do you become? You become a slave to what? To sin. But if you make yourself a servant to righteousness, what will you produce? You produce fruits of righteousness. God wants to work on our hearts. God wants to use us greatly, massively. God wants to build us up. God wants to establish us himself. We shouldn't say with our voice, Lord, I am okay. Lord, I am okay. I need no man. I prefer this building. I don't want to be broken down. I don't want to be broken because you feel that the breaking down is a lot of what damage. You feel that the breaking down is going to cost you so dearly. But you have no idea what the knowledge of the Holy One is. All the systems are crashing. Why won't you let the Lord crash you? And then establish you upon His rock. Let Him crash you down. So let this man be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. So even though he was in the form of God, he considered not robbery to be equal 
with God. He humbled himself. He made himself of no reputation. He took upon himself the nature of men, even the form of servants. And he humbled himself. He submitted himself to the word of the Lord and even to his assignment, things which were written in the volumes of the books, even to the point of the death on the cross. Even though there were moments of agony, there were moments of great pain, Lord, and no one will broken down by death. Yet, you know, Jesus had to went through that Bible said he was tempted in all the ways that we could ever be tempted in, and yet he was without sin. Hallelujah. His experience was, was the experience of any ordinary man that he can think about. And yet he had victory. You see, so this same struggles that sometimes you encounter in certain decisions of your life, in certain pursuits of your life, it's like there's, there's, there's that struggle. How am I making it, Lord? What is the way forward? Like, what is that wall? We should be willing to be broken down. He said he was agonizing, and he prayed to the point that. His sweats were dropping like what? Like how blood would drop. So much pain, so much agony. And it was all about the will of the Lord. The end of it all, he said, but not my will, but let your will be done. These are men that walk with God. I explained to you that greatness, you see, greatness is not what men define as greatness. Greatness is what God has said which you have believed, which you have allowed to come to pass. You know, the ministry of John the Baptist was beautiful, it was harsh. And people didn't like him, though they wanted they want to hear from him because he was what? A prophet. Jesus described him as a man. Full A man full of greatness. He said, every man, when you measure every man. Remember, that was a Jesus knew all men. So if he's talking, remember where he's talking from. He's talking from a perspective you do not understand. If it is from our angle, what would we say? We say, King Herod is a great king. You said, Pontius Pilate, wow, what an amazing, I mean, ruler. See your territories. You see, is, is that not how we have defined greatness? Wow, the man is, I want to be like, can you, go to, can you mentor me? Show me the secret of your greatness. And it's all because of what your eyes are seeing. But you've forgotten that the place of the believer is the place of what the eyes do not see. Because the kind of greatness that God has in store for us is not one that the eyes can behold. It is something way beyond that. It is greatness according to the definition of the spirit. So we have been misled and it's all because of what we see, what we hear. is the reason why God would have to break a man down. Why? Because there are so many ideologies. There are so many strongholds of the mind. No wonder when it comes to the warring between the spirit and the flesh. What was it talking about? It speaks about imaginations. 
speaks about knowledge that we have acquired which seems to exalt itself above the knowledge of God. Therefore, we've not wrestled against flesh and blood, but against what principalities and powers and blah, blah, blah. All those things were mentioned. But later, he described the weapons of our weapon, which is mighty through God to the pulling down of every stronghold. So many of the things that God would have to break down is the ideas we have placed in our minds over the years. God would have to break these things down. And supernaturally infused into you his ideas because that is what can actually build a man up. And with this, you see that you have relevant to put before man and God. There is a wisdom that accompanies him. The Bible says that Jesus himself was, he grew so much in wisdom. And what happened? Did he lack favor? Did he lack favor? Did he lack the presence of God? Didn't people do good unto him? Don't you think people did amazing things for him? If a woman can come and anoint his hair, his feet, with his hair, with, with, with a perfume or oil that, have, that is like a whole year's wage, what is your annual salary? 20,000, 30,000, 40,000, 50,000. Is it this thing? A whole you know there are certain perfumes like that. Recently, I, I, I think I mentioned of even wine. There's a certain wine, 25,000 small bottles. Such a wine, you don't drink, you, you put on your tongue. You just put on your tongue like that. And those that are 30,000 about, you just open it. You snake it and then you cover it up. I'm not talking about the ordinary, this thing. <laughs> you don't have money, you think you think you have money. Where is he? <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. Say Lord, I'm willing to be broken down. Sing with me again.
free to Ephesians chapter 4. I'll be bringing my message to an end soon. verse number 14. It said, for this cause, this is a prayer of Paul to one of the longest prayers. Paul prayed, apart from what was stated in Ephesians chapter 1. He said, wherefore I desire that if it not at my tribulations for you, which is for your glory, for this cause I bow my knees I then. So wherefore I desire that he think not. So is that that he wants you not to what? Think not. So how does a man not think? Is it even the like the strength of young men will utterly fall? But they that wait on their God shall be what? They shall renew their strength. Okay. So wherefore I desire that he think not at my tribulations. So he was going through a lot for you which is your glory for this cause because i don't want you to faint i bow my knees unto the father of our lord jesus christ of whom the whole family in heaven and the earth is named so you see how you are named of god that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man so the way not to faint is to be strengthened with might by his spirit in your innermost being. If you don't want to faint, make sure that you build a very solid relationship. Because that is where supernatural strength comes from. To be strengthened with might by his spirit in your innermost being. He's telling that you need to intertwine, be entangled become inseparable, be twisted, or be completely mixed up with the Lord that we will not see your strands. We cannot tell your fibers how different it is from the fibers of God. Your substance is so unique and so different. Your substance, when looked upon, it is as the very substance of our God. Why? Because there's no place for you. He said, Lord, increase that I will want. Decrease. So, break me down. Make me of no relevance in this. And express yourself fully in me. He said that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner mind. Then he said, that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith. Don't, we, don't you think that they already know Jesus? Didn't we hear that if you, if you, if you are willing and you are ready to die with the Lord, the Lord comes? But he said, that Christ may dwell in your heart. It means that there's a place of dwelling. If, if a man is dwelling in a place, for instance, let's say that how do you have realized that if you if you go to a place that is not your home, 
you you feel some way about it even when you have a lot of restrictions when you want to do so unless maybe it's a place that you have been given which is far far better than your home then you do not want to want go back to your home like how people go to outside and then when they get it they don't want to come back to Ghana again that is that is a different case I'm talking about the feeling of belongingness I realize the family is family no matter how like there's the estate if there is a good relationship amongst them let's talk about your your relationship with your mother or your father or your siblings no matter your state whether rich or poor unless you're you are you have a problem in your head but family is family you feel embraced you feel loved like you feel welcome there's that sense of belongingness you get it that's why people would always still tell that there's a difference between a home and a house you get it yeah people might hurt you but then you still want everybody can leave but family will still be around i'm talking about people with good eyes amen distinction there are some 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 of them are wicked amen. i'm talking about the family where you feel <laughs> Because of that, because of wickedness perpetrated by certain family members, nobody wants to do anything with their families. But I know that God has blessed you and God has given you a good family. Even if you don't like the extended, love the nuclear, no matter how troublesome they can, they can sometimes be. Yeah, so you might not have all things. You might not have the kind of houses or the Range Rovers or whatever, but then you feel you, feel you belong here. And another angle we can look at it from is how you would want to live. Let's see the picture that you have in mind of of a kind of place that you would want to be. So now begin to incorporate all the comfortabilities that you want to experience into it. Okay. So he said that Christ may dwell in your heart. So now your heart becomes what? A home for him. I think there's a song like that, right? Sing for me now. <laughs> Search me through and through, so my heart becomes. So it's not just songs that you sing. Is it so that my heart will become a dwelling place? Sing for me.
that Christ may dwell in your heart by faith. And I explained to you that when it comes to faith, faith as explained by the writer of the Hebrews is fixing your gaze on Jesus. So he becomes, you know, there is a way to make your house comfortable for people. So usually when people come to your house in the first place, they, 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 they feel uncomfortable. Sometimes they want to pee, they want to uh, poo poo, but then it's like, you know, they, they are not comfortable. But you would have to make the place comfortable for them. Oh, feel free, you can, you can use this. Oh, feel free, eat. No, front people come, but don't, they, don't, they want to even drink. They do as if they are not hungry, like they, as if they don't eat. But then you would have to make it what? You would have to make it comfortable for them to live there. And how do you do that? When attention or fix your gaze on him. Do you realize that, okay, he's not just there without you giving him attention. Because sometimes you go and live there and it's like, it's boring, you can't talk with anybody and you don't feel welcome. And sometimes the things you even hear about yourself. We want ah, is it me that they are talking about? Hello. So that Christ will draw. This one's not you in Christ, we're already in him. Amen. That now he becomes so comfortable. It means that the walls, the premises where he lives, he feels so comfortable. If someone is feeling very comfortable, if you have that rapport with such a person, you think you will be shy to communicate with him. You won't be shy to communicate with him. You'll be willing to commune with him. There are some people because they might be family members, but because you don't have a solid relationship with him. So that when you're in your presence, it's okay, but you can't talk much. Have you been in a situation where maybe you just met someone and sometimes you meet the person you meet? Like, there's no flow. You can't, you can't talk much. And you even feel bored about it. You get it. It's not supposed to be like that. So that Christ may dwell in your heart. By we fixing our gaze on him. And what is the result of it? Is that that he being rooted. So as you fix your gaze, you'll be what? Rooted. How can a man be rooted? How can you be rooted? Rooted rooting has to do with establishment. When you talk about the roots of the plant, it has to do with what establishment. And he's actually the one that establishes us. But then initially I gave a scenario of you buying this quarter plot of land. So if you buy this plot and you want to put up something massive like the like like the octagon building. Do you think you just gonna put on this structure? How how can you put the octagon building on, on this on this piece of land? You would have to break and clear all the environment. Then even when you are doing it, you you make sure you make a boundary around it. Nobody sees how deep you are digging. But it very deeply. Why? So that the building can have roots, can have a solid foundation. So, 
our gaze must be on Jesus the foundations must be solid we must be established we'll be done soon I'm almost done but he be rooted and then now what? grounded so he's using two words there's grounded and then rooted all similar where? in the love being rooted in love you may be able to comprehend with all saints so uh, can you see the desire of Jesus we are trying to make Jesus uh, live in us you know the Bible talks about you can you can add John 15 to your to the scriptures when you go back you can you can add it so the Bible talks about how we can bear fruit and the only way we can bear fruit is when he is in us and then we are in him so he used the term abide abiding abiding is also a similar word to what dwelling this is my place of abode doesn't make sense yeah. oh i abide here though it sounds like old i live here like oh she starts speaking like that <laughs> this is my place of abode We'll be speaking the Shakespearean English. Okay. Okay. He said, may be able to comprehend with all saints. So now there is there's a certain level of comprehension that comes. Hallelujah. And that has to do with an agreement. It's like there's something we are supposed to receive from him. You get it? But then it is not just one, 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 one. No, no, no. It's it's a body thing. It's a body thing. So, it, the other time I was saying a statement that it will be very difficult for us to get to a certain level, you know, because Jesus is coming. When when, when he was when Paul was talking about the mystery of marriage in Ephesians chapter five, what did he say about it? He said, "What God wants to do is that He's coming for a church without what blemish, without spot." Hallelujah. Amen. How can this be? Hallelujah. Saying that even in the body of Christ, we have so many differences and we are fighting over doctrines. I believe that my doctrine is right. I believe that your doctrine is wrong. You also believe that my doctrine that I think is right is deception. I also believe that your doctrine is 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 in something which is obsolete. You see, so in the midst of all this, what can be the uniting force? Because as long as we are people, as long as we are human beings, we will all have different levels of understanding. Is there a reason when you go and write exams? Uh, maybe it's in uh, primary school that maybe two of you get the same marks or something like that. But if you are summing up everything, if you, sum up, you see that hmm, there's something you might be good here, but somebody is good in something better than you. We are all, we all are we are different levels of intelligence. You might be an expert at what you what you know, but what I know you also don't know. But that doesn't mean that there shouldn't be agreement, mm -hmm. there shouldn't be uh, peace, there shouldn't be joy, there should be harmony. No. You are doing physio. He is doing IT. Two different things. Sometimes he tries to speak your language. How how do you? 
you when you when you listen to it, you know that this man is is making fun. He's trying to use language, the language he doesn't understand in what he wants to use the way he understands it. And I will just laugh about it because you know that mm, that's not the background. You see, so we are all at different levels. The same thing when it comes to the faith. Jesus himself described it as a body. He said, this is my body which is shed for what? Many of you. And not just body, but even figuratively, like, like a body, like a human body, head, uh, heart, legs, and all that. Can the legs do the work of the hands? Try and use your legs to hold me. Use your legs to hold me. Yeah, it's your two legs, but I can use my hand what? So what one hand can do, two legs cannot do. And what two legs can do? Now try and walk with your hands. Some people can do that, but you ask yourself, how long can they walk with their hands? And how fast can you walk with your hands? I used to walk with my hands. Not spiritually, I think. Is <laughs> <laughs> Is that, you see, <laughs> the witches and the wizard, they walk upside down, so if you walk in the material, you put dust into someone's eyes, you know. <laughs> then the rest will ask you, why do you, why, do you, why do you throw dust into my eyes like that? And you start thinking, hey, what have I done? What have I encountered? <laughs> yeah, I used to work with my hands, but you can't work with your hands. I mean, this is whole acrobatic thing. But you can't, how, how long can you do it? No matter how trained you are, you will see the significance of the man. And then, so these differences will always be there. Some people are very brain, like they are very sharp. Maybe they are the mind or they are the brains of Christ. <laughs> Hallelujah. They are very, very, very sharp. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> but we have individual peculiarities. So, when it comes to we coming together in the faith, it is it should not be on on the on doctrine in terms of like you have to believe exactly what I believe. I don't know what I'm making sense because if you, yeah we might have certain foundations right, but when we go to the core, 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 the core and the core of everything. You see that even your some of your convictions is not is not my conviction. Even within the same place, people that you think that you built the same mindset about the years, there will be still differences. Okay. So that we may comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height. So sometimes you wonder why did he use breadth? Why did he use length why did he use height why did he use what depth if you have, if you have a cuboid or you have a cube like how it was described in the book of revelation the measurements let's look at it where is the height and where is the depth The depth and the height. Okay, so you are thinking 3D. 
Now you are thinking about 3D, three dimensional. Because, uh, okay, uh, what we learn from school, breadth and height, yeah, they are the same. But is that breadth, length, then what? Height, then depth. Okay, so one thing that we discovered in the scriptures is that at the end of all things, Christ will be all in all, or will feel all things. Hallelujah. So that in itself, it's more of like a summation of all things that you could ever imagine and how Christ is permit. Amen. How Christ is supposed to permit all these things. But not just not just Christ permitting everything, but more of a character that we are supposed to demonstrate, which is the character of Christ amongst the saints. And then that between we and him. So we always say that the commandments were summed up in one commandment or in two commandments. We say that love your neighbor and then what? Love, love God. And then later it exposes you and says that if you say you love God that you do not see and you hate your fellow brother man that you see that means you are what you are lying hallelujah so it is hinged on what the love of god amen the love of god from here i can see height i can see that that would have to do with what solid foundations hallelujah remember he mentioned about what grounding and rootedness amen and it should be on the solid foundation and it talks about heights heights penetrated into the heavens becoming a full-grown man maturity hallelujah the only way a man can mature is when he begins he has a very solid foundation that's when he can what he can grow so you have buildings how are buildings built they have what a solid foundation one with a very very solid foundation and very well rooted can be able to go very 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 high in ghana i think the highest building that we have is what is it 18 stories or 20 stories 21 stories Villaggio? Villaggio. okay in kenya they have longer buildings than us and who knows of the highest one in the world how many stories so they are certain buildings I've forgotten the figure but then it really goes so high why because it has what roots so it is god's intention that we will grow up into him in all things but it begins from having that solid foundation amen and then in that solid foundation the expression of it is seen in your relationship even with men Are we here in your relationship with men so jesus already explained how we should be able to offer our lives unto others i believe so strongly that if we can understand these things it will be difficult for men to to fight against themselves or spouses 
to fight against themselves. But sometimes we forget a little. And sometimes the sometimes the abuse is too much. So we let go. But if the two can agree that the word of God will be our solid foundation. If there is even misunderstanding, we sit down, go back to God's word. In humility, submitting ourselves one to the other, these things will be solved. Hallelujah. But sometimes there's something lingering in your heart. You want to show who you are. This is where all the problem comes from. Whenever you take God out of the picture and you want to show the person very well, it means that we are not able to live to the fullest of what God would want us to live. So now, misunderstandings, fights, quarrels, and all that. And it happens in the church of God. It happens in the church of God. And sometimes when you think about, when you sit down, you think about, ah, what is this? What is it? Even in the Bible, it was described that why do we take uh, some of our issues? You know, it seems the issues are out of hand. So we feel that God cannot solve our issue. If you have an issue with a fellow Christian brother, then let us take it to court. Then let us solve it. It happens. But sometimes we do not know. We can't fully understand. But there is something about the love of God that we are supposed to show to men. How will people know that you are serving a living God? Tell me, how will they know? You heard of the blind story? The blind girl that was selling fruits or something. And then somewhere, somehow, all the fruits fell. And then the person has heard about the goodness of God. And he knows that what he said, Jesus is good. And someone helped to gather all the fruits. He couldn't see, she couldn't see the person. But at the end of it all, he asked, Are you Jesus? Are you the man Jesus that we're hearing about? But she said that Jesus is the one that will, that helps, or Jesus is the man that is good. Why? What's the lesson from that story? What is the lesson from that story? Even if God, if God wants to bless a man, sometimes he uses men. Or you think you just go and then you find gold. What if you find gold and no man wants to buy? <laughs> you find gold and you take it here. Is that okay? We'll buy your gold. Thousand cities. God uses men to bless us. So our relationship with men is very important. As a body, there should be love existing amongst us. You see, when it comes to matters of the spirit, it is more than having what? Knowledge. Is it? The man earlier said what? I am more British than any man. I have not possessed the understanding of a man. Neither do I possess the understanding of the Holy He's more British than anyone. The relationship.
relationship amongst us as a church and then even our relationship with people it really teaches a lot it really teaches a lot and and that is the reason why many will come so show them love and they can't what show them love they can't deny before we close we'll sing that one and then you know how to sing let the world see heaven in your eyes show them love they can't deny let the world see heaven in your eyes heaven in your eyes Remind me so that we sing before because I'm, I'm closing. So we may be able to comprehend with all the saints. So now we can see the kind of horizontal relationship that talks about the planes of the earth. There's a plane, earthly existence. Hallelujah. Then you can see the, the dissensions and then the accessions expressed in what? In the depths and then the height. Jesus himself, you know, we wasn't just talking about this, but this is something that when you go to Ephesians chapter 4, you will see. The Bible says that he himself, first of all, he descended to the lowest part of the earth, then he ascended into the highest part of the heavens. I explained to you that dissension, dissension comes from what the word katabaino, praise God, which means to break down. Hallelujah. To break down and, and to come very low. So he came to the lowest part of the earth. Then he also, what, after all the work was done, he also ascended. And when he had to ascend means to go up into the heavens and not just that but also as a mark of building up anna anna coming together anabolism building up so coming together then what later he started to explain what it means and he used the word stature hallelujah stature has to do with age maturity and then he compared it to what measurement metrics like he said what the measurement of the divine stature hallelujah and what is it the end of it all is that you will be filled with the fullness of god are we making sense i'm about to close okay so that we may be able to comprehend with all things what is the breadth and length and depth and height and to genosco hallelujah i explained genosco to you last week genosco is to be acquainted with is to know intimately and even the knowledge that exists between a husband and a wife that no external man can know like how Adam knew Eve. Amen. And how what? Caleb knew what patience. Yes. <laughs> or how Naira knew Eve. Israel knew what? <laughs> Amen. Amen. Knowledge that no man, no man can know. It's supposed to exist. Is the, the knowledge of the holy. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. Caleb is scratching the head. Okay. May be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and the length and the depth and the height and to know. So at this level of knowledge is serious. So is to know, to perceive, to understand, to be acquainted with, even in that depth of intimacy. Amen. Amen. The love of Christ. Now knowing the love of Christ to understand means that you begin to experience it. Which passes? Use the word upabalo. I've explained that word before. In another word exceeding abundantly 
Do you get it? He said that where sin abounds, grace even super abounds. Hallelujah. So this kind of knowledge, it passes what? Every kind of knowledge. It exceeds gnosis. It exceeds just our mere knowledge, our mere understanding of, of things. Meaning that it is actually what? Epic gnosis. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Accurate and precise what? Knowledge. Mm. I remember I was teaching about the prognosis of God. Praise God. He has the foreknowledge of you. He knows the outcome. He knows what is yet to come. He knows what will be redeemed in your life. He has stated it. He bore everything in his imagination. And he placed that potential in the seed which was deposited into you. So he said that of his fullness we have received. So if you have already received of his fullness, first of all, he said that as many as believe on him, he gave them power to become what? The sons of God. As many as received, he gave them power to become sons of God. Even to them that believe on his name. Then he made us understand we have received of his fullness. So how come we have received of his fullness and yet we are not filled with his fullness? It's because there is a little, little distinction that we need to uh, make here. Hallelujah. You can have a container present. And then you can have a content inside. But the content is not overflowing. You get it? The only way you can be able to appreciate the content of the container is what, when it begins to what, overflow. And the nature of the human vessel is such that, I told you that deep within our spirits is the, it's more of like an access route into, into the throne room. So it's like the spirit actually contacts the spirit of God. So Bible says his spirit dwells in us. And we know the normal abilities of the human spirit. We know the supernatural abilities of the of the spirit of god and now we have the spirit of god in us so it makes it very very so now don't just limit it with the shape of the vessel see it as as an access route of the into the throne or the more, more of like a channel of power or a source of energy from the throne into you mm-hmm. with that one it now becomes streams or fountains of life and this fountain is capable of becoming what rivers I don't know whether it's making sense. But if you just see it as, oh, I'm just a container and I just have to be filled. No, deep within you is that thing which actually feels. But if you are thinking in space-time continuum, you, you'll be limited. Amen. Because even space, they said it is expanding. Mm. Hallelujah. So if space is continuously expanding and things are being measured in light, yes, you can imagine the dimensions of God. That's why it's actually dimensionless. That's why it was confusing you. Hallelujah. Amen. You get it? Because you cannot pound God with dimensions, but for the sake of understanding in our in our language, he needed to use these words. Amen. Amen. Are we making sense? Yes, sir. Okay. So let's let's move on. Which part of knowledge that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. So this is what we call pleroma. When there's fullness, there is a shaking. When there's a shaking, there is some what? There's an overflow. Where there's an overflow, it means that the expressions, expressions of what the contents within. Amen. Then he ends it. Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly. Above all that we ask or think, according to what is at work within us, according to his power that is at work within us. This is the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. 
So let's go and think about these things and let's pray about them. Let's meditate on them. And let's allow God to work on our hearts. Let's be upstanding. Let the world see me heaven in your eyes. Show them love. So they are words of making your heart a comfortable place for the Lord Jesus. If it's a comfortable place for him, that means you can communicate. He talks with you and works with you. There's a song like that. He lives, he lives. Christ Jesus lives in me. He walks with me and talks with me along life's narrow way. It is that song that you have been hearing. We are marching to Zion. That's how it starts. He lives. Christ Jesus lives in me. He walks with me. He talks with me. Even on life's narrow way. 
he lives so can you make your heart that comfortable place for him to dwell where you will say that God it is no longer me it is none of me and all of you interestingly a lot of love songs sang in that area I've heard songs like that all of me what <laughs> hallelujah that song is supposed to be a worship song and my, my, my man is offering himself like that like, wow wow if we really catch it then uh, there shouldn't be hatred in the world so I pray the Lord increase in me that I may decrease. Lord, strengthen me with mind by your spirit in my innermost being in the name of Jesus. Lord, let it, let me be full of your presence. Let me overflow with your presence. That I will be filled with all the fullness of God. Lord, break me down and build me up. 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 Lord, destroy the walls. Destroy the walls. The walls. The strongholds of my mind that has held me captive. The things that have caged me, that has limited my experience of you. I need you, Lord. Lay koro shi kara da mana na mana na mana na mana. Zinge de 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 de. Shi de 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 de. Li poro mo zata la mana liya de la bayande. Li kara da mana na bani bi 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 ya. Zombe de 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 de. Shantala bara bakata. Le bando li bando li bando. If it's all about you, it is all about you. It's all about expressing your fullness. I want you to pray for the death of God. God should have his way in you. God should take over your life. You don't want any other thing to take over your life. You only want to present your life to God. Spirit reign. Let a spirit reign. Let a spirit reign. 
mando di via casunda la barasce che te sulle che te dica da barabascianda rem bella 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 bonde le bene dei capandi di via Rimboro cose che della mena la mena la mena della 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 della
unsearchable man in your presence.
in the name of Jesus Amen. we pray Amen. 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 Give a clap of praise to the Lord. If you are not clapping, it means that you are not blessed. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Okay. So, uh, I said, let's listen to the, let's keep on listening to the messages. <laughs>